um, I want to talk to you a little bit about some green books. You know, I, something I love talking about is, is green books. You remember that from my 10th quarter class that you all took. Um, and when we look at the major premise, like in the 33 principles from Stevenson's textbook, we see that the major premise to remind you is that universal intelligence is in all matter and continually gives to it all its properties and actions, thus maintaining it in existence. So if we think about this universal intelligence, that universal intelligence is everywhere. And it's, it's you know, with all things affecting everything that we do. Um, and the real neat thing about this universal intelligence is, and, and the way it was kind of described, if you think about 1927, that was the, I mean, to say the word universal intelligence was pretty radical, right? Back then, that was not even being thought of. Like the whole idea of vitalism, all that kind of stuff, that was very, very different then versus now. Um, and D.D. Palmer and B.J. and Stevenson, they were way ahead of their time. And you know what's really kind of cool, and I don't know how many of you guys know this, what else came out in 1927 that was going to revolutionize the world? No, that was a little earlier. Uh, but, uh, but, and revolutionized the world. Prohibition didn't really revolutionize the world. Uh, but there was, there was another thing that came out by a super famous scientist in 1927 that you all know his name. Light bulb. Uh, Edison actually invented a light bulb a bit earlier. Um, but it wasn't an invention. It was a theory, just like this is all theory. Very good. Einstein wrote the theory of relativity and published it in 1927. So if you really, and if you really think about uh, the major premise, you really think about Stevenson's textbook, and if you've read it, and how many of the 33 principles actually talk about chiropractic? Not many. You know, I think it's like six of them maybe kind of talk about chiropractic. Most of it is, is all this ethereal quantum physics stuff, which is what Einstein really started you know, pumping uh, up later on, uh, but started really in that 1927 uh, era. So I, I just love, when you look at this kind of thing, and think of the context. That's what I want you to think. think of the context a hundred years ago or so, you know, almost a hundred years ago, and what the world was like to say this kind of stuff and to say what Einstein was saying was quite radical. And then I want you to think about this. This is also from Stevenson's textbook, principle number 33. The function of innate intelligence is to keep universal forces balanced, controlled, and adapted at all times in a normal body. So the point of this universal intel of innate intelligence is to is to take all the energy you know, that the universe has, it, that's giving us, and kind of adapting it so that we're able to function and live in, in this sort of dance between universal intelligence and us, right? Because universal intelligence has the power to crush us if it wanted to, right? Between gravity and the strong forces and the weak force, all that kind of stuff, it has this incredible power, right? So innate intelligence actually takes that, those forces and adapts it for use by the body. You might be wondering where on earth I'm going for You'll see where I'm going a little bit. So now, now we know that this interference in this transmission of this innate intelligence causes universal forces in that part of the body to be instantly imbalanced. So if something goes wrong, right, if, if there is some subluxation force that creates an imbalance that interferes with the transmission of that innate intelligence, then there's an instantaneous response in that body. Now that might not be, mean instantaneous symptoms, right, but the body will no longer work at 100%. It'll work at less than efficiency. And if that interference with the transmission of innate forces will cause dis-ease. So, and we don't, we don't mean disease, we mean dis-ease, disharmony. The part of the body that isn't, that's supposed to be working 100% is not, and now something will go wrong because of it. When, I don't know. 
but something will go wrong because of it. But I, what I want you to think of, and I'm going to start veering away from Stevenson's textbook now, is I want you to think of this. What would interference in the transmission of universal forces cause on a global scale? Right? What would the interference in the transmission of the universal forces cause on a global scale? And I want you to think about current events. And something that's happening right now in a state that's not that far away from us that is having cataclysmic issues because of universal forces, right? So principle number 26, universal forces are potentially destructive. There's been, you know, 50 inches of rain in Houston. Right? 50 inches, like unheard of, record-breaking amounts of rain. People are dying, like, it's such a horrible you know, thing to think of all the destruction that's happening out there besides besides people dying but loss of offices you know chiropractors I keep on thinking of all these chiropractic offices I keep on thinking about I'm supposed to be speaking in Texas Chiropractic College in two months I don't even know if it's, if it's there because Pasadena got super hit um, really really badly that, and I know that on if you look at Texas Chiropractic College's website it says we have closed the school in, this is from last Friday we closed the school temporarily this entire week just to see what happens right so as much as Texas and we don't have the same philosophy, we're still both chiropractic schools and my heart still goes out you know, to them and the students that are there and all the families and the homes that have been displaced and all this kind of craziness that's happening out there. But this is universal forces going amok. And, and I keep on thinking about uh, like why are these universal forces going on? What's going on that would make more hurricanes than ever before and more destructive hurricanes? Like some of this stuff is happening, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And I keep on thinking about it, and I remember a book I read about 15 years or so ago, maybe 10 years. I don't know, has anybody read this book before? All right, yeah, a couple of you guys. You really should check out this book. It's in the library. You can go online and kind of look at some video clips of some of his uh, speaking, Dr. Uh, Masuru Imoto, The Hidden Messages of Water. And what I remember seeing this video a bunch of years ago, um, and this is, as an example, I'll show you some of these pictures. What he did is he took crystals of water and he photographed these crystals when certain frequencies were being emitted to it. So this crystal, this beautiful crystal, is being uh, emitted the word happiness. So someone is talking about or saying the word happiness, 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 towards this, these crystals, and they were able to, to photograph and they, they like flash freeze crystal water to see what the crystals will look like. So here's the word happiness flash frozen and look how beautiful and symmetrical and lovely that looks like it's like a piece of art right and here's the word love and here's the word thank you but look at I hate you right can you see the difference that the word I hate or these words I hate you how it changes from this beautiful lovely crystal to this like really weird looking appearance right this modeled appearance right and the same thing goes like this like here is Mozart like, I don't know if you've ever studied anything about Mozart, but Mozart is, you know, not only was he an amazing musician, uh, but he was, must have been divinely inspired because Mozart actually causes, like, they've done studies on special needs kids and on adults and everybody, and Mozart actually creates a relaxation response in almost everybody that listens to it, right? So he was a genius on multiple levels. This is what the water crystals look like when Mozart is playing his, uh, you know, someone's playing the Mozart's Symphony Number no. 40. But this is what the what water crystals looks like when a heavy metal song is being played. So the thought came to me, which is why I want to talk to you guys about it.
the thought came to me is what happens if there's a universal amount of negativity going on? Right? We talk about universal forces, right? What happens if in the transmission of universal forces on this planet that we are creating such negativity that the result is something like Hurricane Harvey? And this isn't my idea, this was his idea, right? Dr. Moto's idea. What would happen if so much hatred and so much violence and so much negativity has been propagated on our planet that now all these crazy cataclysmic things are happening, right? And they keep on happening and they're getting worse and worse and worse. Like Katrina was absolutely horrible. It happened in 2005. So now it's 12 years later and now we have Harvey, which is even worse than, than <laughs> Katrina was in some ways. <clears throat> so this is incredible. I mean, the, the forces of the water pounding against Houston and the neighboring areas like that, is that because we have as a collective, not you and me, but we as a collective humanity have created such negativity because of the internet and because of all these other you know, the t negative talk shows and negative TV and negative movies and video games and all this kind of stuff. We put all this stuff together and we've created this disharmony, this dis-ease that we've put out into the world and that has created and shifted things so that now all this crazy destruction is happening. And, you know, when Dr. Emoto said that, I'm like, you know, I can't prove him right or wrong, but it's interesting, right? It's very interesting because we're, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And it's not just, like, thinking about that it's getting worse. This was from The Economist, one of my favorite magazines uh, that I, I read regularly. Um, it actually has a very, like, non-biased point of view. It's because it's not from America. It's actually made in England. Uh, so very non-biased point of view of, of the stuff that's happening around the world. The weather-related disasters are increasing. But luckily, the number of deaths caused by them is falling, right? So we're getting, we're getting better pre prepared and we're better uh, able to, to tolerate this kind of stuff. But the number of weather-related disasters is increasing. So here it is in 1980, and here were the number of weather-related disasters, and then here in the last several years. So, and, and three different kinds, meteorological like storms, hydrological like floods, landslides, and avalanches, and climatological like extreme temperatures, droughts, and forest fires going up. You can see the trend clearly if we drew a line is all going up. Why is this happening? And what does it have to do with chiropractic? Right? Well, I think it's everything to do with chiropractic because not enough people are getting adjusted. And you've heard me say this, and I'll say it from now until whenever, but I'm going to keep on saying this. I absolutely, truly, 100% believe that if the whole planet was getting adjusted, we'd have a better planet. And it's at least the whole country, or North America, let's say, for those of you who are from Canada. If we had the whole country getting adjusted, the whole North America getting adjusted, I know we would change the face of our countries. There's no doubt in my mind, right? Because my patients overall are a lot healthier, right? My patients have better births. My patients have healthier kids, right? My patients have less divorce. My patients, we just, just less everything, right? Doesn't mean nothing. Doesn't mean that we never see any of our patients go through any kind of strife or problem. Of course, it's just life. Right? Life in the big city, you're going to have stuff happen. Right? But it's my postulation to say that if more people got adjusted, maybe this would change. Because maybe we could effectively collect the, I mean, affect the collective consciousness of the world. Right? Do you think that we need more missiles 
pointing at North Korea? You think that's going to solve the problem? Right? Do you think we meet, need, really need more troops going into Afghanistan? That's going to solve the problem? Right? She doesn't agree either, right? She's saying, right on. Right? I think what we need is some brave people paratrooping in these places and adjusting like the North Korean president. I think we need some people paratrooping into Afghanistan and adjusting all these you know, crazy Taliban people. Right? That's what I think. Because I, I, don't, I don't see hate against more hate. Does that, how, when will that ever produce love? Right? If there's more hate and you, you put more hate against hate, now you're producing double hate. Right? Two negatives can't make a positive, right, in that sense. Right? So that's what I keep on thinking about is where, what we are lacking is we are lacking direction. Now, chiropractors are so hell-bent in making sure that we test up, out back pain and make sure that we show back pain. And always the latest study shows that chiropractors help back pain. Who the hell cares? Like how many studies, even with all the studies that we have that have proven how great we are at back pain, do we still have, are we still 100% of the population? We're still seeing 10% of the population with all the studies that prove how great we are to t take care of people with back pain. Are we still seeing the same ridiculous percent of people, right? Because that's really not what we do. What we do is talking about this. Like Dr. Emoto says this, the human population is currently being questioned about their way of living so far. Are the modern day people living a life on a daily basis that is full of love and thanks, and en thanks energy? The answer is obvious, no. It's obvious, right? If so, then the water will reflect that as well. If we do not come together and lead a life full of love and thanks energy, the water will retaliate furthermore and create water-related havoc in this planet and may attack your city next. Right? And he wrote this years ago. He wrote this even before Katrina. Right? Because the water, if you really think about water, if you ever think about how amazing it is, right? Like almost everybody you know has had some kind of flood in their, in their house, right? To some degree or another, right? I, don't, I can't think of one person that hasn't. Like, we tend to, like, water gets through our roof somehow. Water goes up through our foundation somehow. It's just, water goes into my office. You know, we just finally fixed my office after water leaked from the office next door into our office. Water, why is that? You ever think about how powerful water is? What can water do that nothing else can do? It can get past everything, right? Isn't that amazing? So you pour water on the other side of that wall, it can find a way to get through, right? Whereas wind may not be able to, and, and snow, until it melts, can't get in there, and you know, lightning may not be able to get through, but water, that's tough stuff. Water's probably the toughest stuff on planet. You think about the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon used to not be a canyon, what it used to be. It used to be the Grand Desert, right? But then water started flowing through it, and like river, the Colorado River started flowing and started digging down, digging down, digging down, and then got a mile deep and, you know, a mile across. Isn't that incredible? Just from water. Right? So you think about the power of water. Water is unbelievably powerful. And how much are we made of water? Right? 70, 80% water? So if you really think about those crystals, right, my suggestion to you is think about what are your thoughts on a daily basis? You know, are you living in a life full of love and thanks? Is that what you're focusing your mind on? Or are you focusing on, you know, national boards, OSCEs, you know, where are you going to go after you graduate, uh, student loans, all these other kind of things, right? What, what is your focus? Because 
you're, we are all part of the collective consciousness. If you think about what Dr. Moto is talking about, we are each one of us responsible. And the more that we can get our thoughts together, then by adjusting other people, we can get their thoughts together. So how many people can we help collectively if we really put ourselves in the right place, you know? And that to me is the message, right? That's his message, is love thyself and then love your neighbors. Right, that's ultimately what we have to really work on, is, is to think about, you know, not that we could have prevented the tragedy that unfortunately happened in Houston, and, I, and my prayers and, you know, love go out to them, and I hope, you know, no more deaths occur because it's awful to keep on hearing about more and more, right? So we certainly don't want that. But what we want to do is we want to change the future, right? We can't change what's happened. We can't go back and change things. We have no time machine that I know of yet, right? But we can change the future. But who's going to change the future? Who are going to be the change agents in the future? Is it going to be me? No, it's going to be you. All right, be the change. See the shirt he's wearing? Be the change, right? We are the change agents of the future. Right? You guys are the young guys. You guys coming up into the field. You guys are the ones responsible for the change, right? The old guard, like Dr. Chuck Ribley was just speaking uh, at lunchtime at Founders Day, it was really amazing just hearing him tell the story of how Life Chiropractic was born, how it kind of fell a bit, and how it rose back up again. And he's been part of the whole thing. He's one of the only people who's been there for the whole thing because he was there with Dr. Sid on the beach, right? He was there when they created Life University. He was there when it fell as chairman of the board, and he was there to help pick it up, save the campus, get Dr. Eekman here. He did all those things, right? He's one of the last people to really be like have his pulse on the point of all these different things right and to think about all those amazing things and the reason he said you know he's been able to accomplish so much in his life is because he's been focused on one thing and that's chiropractic and love two things two things chiropractic and love right and what we have to do is we have to kind of think about is our life full of love and thanks because if my life is full of love and thanks then I can share that with you guys Right? And I can share that with my patients. But then your jobs are to take that love and thanks and share that with your patients, whether you're in peak or you're still in clinic or wherever you're at, to share that with the people at Kroger's, or to share that with the people at the gas station, share that with your family and friends back home. Right? That's your job. That's your job, to share with the beautiful little kids like this, to, to look in her eyes, look in Alicia's eyes, and to see the beauty and the future that she has, right? She's looking right at me and I'm looking right at her right? Because she's the future, right? I want a better, see that? She's like, yes, you're right. I want a better world for her. I want a better world for Jordan. I want a better world. Do you want a better world? Do you want a better world? You used to sit there and say, well, I'm just going to, I just, oh, I just want to pay back my student loans, right? I just get the first step, pay back my student loans. Who cares? It's just money, right? The money is like nothing. It's just an exchange, Money is just an exchange. You were given a gift to be here by those student loans, right? Because if you didn't pay, if you don't have the student loans, would you be here? How many of you would have, would have paid, not many, don't raise your hands because I don't want to know, but how many of you paid your own way, right? Or your parents just plopped down the 200 grand and said, go. Not many people, right? Right? Not many people are able to afford that. So this was a gift. Your student loans is a gift. So what you're going to do is you're going to pay it back with interest because you were given a gift and then that gift is going to pay you for the rest of your lives. Right? So stop complaining and moaning and groaning about your student loans. Give me here. Oh, my student loans. Who cares, man? That was your gift. 
It was like, you're, you want to go to a, a concert? How much money does it cost to go to a Taylor Swift concert? She's coming up soon. <laughs> How much money is it going to cost? Probably at least $150, $200 to get a ticket. But guess what? If you want to go to the, the concert, how much is it going to cost? $200 ticket. I don't want to pay $200 ticket. Too bad. You want to see Taylor Swift? It costs 200 bucks. You want to become a chiropractor? It costs 200 grand. <laughs> right? That's the way it is. But you want to change the world? You want to make a better world for Alicia? For Jordan? For all the other kids? That's it. That's, that's the ticket in. Right? You want, here's, here's, the, here's, the, here's the line, right? Dr. Scott, Dr. Reed, right over here, right? I'll give you a diploma, you give me 200 grand. And four years of blood, sweat, and tears, right? That's, that's just the way it is, right? So in order for us to do what we have to do, right? Zig Ziglar said this great statement. Um, if you, in order for you to do what you have to do, when you have to do it, you'll have to do, I don't know, in order to, to do what you want to do, when you want to do it, you'll first have to do what you have to do when you have to do it, right? Now you're in the have to, right? You have to pass boards, you have to pass OSCEs, you have to get your state licenses, you, you, know, you have all these have tos. But then you get a chance to, now I do what I want to do. I want to adjust her, now I can adjust her, right? Before that, you can't, right? That's just the deal, right? It's like a ticket line, right? To get past that, you gotta have to do this. But once you pass that, now you can sit down and watch Taylor Swift. Now you can sit down and watch all the, and adjust all the babies you want, right? Or athletes, or senior citizens, or whatever you want to do. But in order to pass that certain point, this is the way it is. And my suggestion is, if you want to change the world that she's in, right, then we better do it love and thanks. Because these storms are coming more and more. And these storms are going to get more frequent, and they're going to be different. And there'll be other storms, and we'll be blindsided by some of those storms that we don't expect. Other things that we don't expect to happen will happen if we don't get ourselves in check. And chiropractic, I truly feel this. Chiropractic, I think we're really responsible for the world in a lot of ways, and we have been missing the mark. And if we get our, our acts in gear, we can change the world in a way that nobody can ever imagine. But let's get our acts in gear. <clears throat> okay.